0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cayenne Pepper, where you get the kick you knew you needed. I'm Essa Dahoma. And I'm Meg Wall. Ginger, baby, sporty, and posh and scary all said it the best. It's time to spice up your life. Today, we're going to dive into
1: some pop culture news, attempt to answer the big why questions, and hold your hand
0: on your way to your next class. So grab some milk, because it's going to get hot in here. If a busy house in a neighbor named Mrs. Dabney makes you say, good luck, Charlie, you were probably a fan of Bridget Mendler in the 2009 hit Disney series, Good Luck, Charlie. Bridget Mendler starred as Teddy Duncan, the second eldest daughter, ready to welcome the fourth sibling to the family. I was a huge fan of this show. What about you, Meg?
1: You know, I was, but my family never got Disney Channel, so I would only ever see it when I would be at friends' houses, and even then, you know, we were mostly outside. We we're like doing kid things, so I haven't seen a whole lot of it. However,
0: I was a big fan of Bridget Mandler's music, like Hurricane. Okay, I know that song. What was that movie? Uh, I just the song. It's coming to my mind. It's like Determinate or something like that. Yeah, I, 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 I can. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm but I can't remember it right now. Yeah,
1: I, I know what you're saying never seen the movie but i know i know exactly what you're talking about
0: well the disney star decided to do a complete shift in the career world she received her master's at mit in 2020 and is now completing her phd at mit and her jd at harvard university at the exact same time yeah it turns
1: out that her popularity on the internet is what inspired her to get into the tech world in a 2021 interview with tech setters she said i've been working on learning about public input and government decision making how voices can be translated better into action through use of
0: technology and also through just more community-driven processes. Right? She claims to be leaving the door open for performing again, but is happily focused on a new path and career.
1: So, purpose. Actually, let's get away from your purpose because that one scares a lot of us. Let's focus on the reason. Why is your nine to five not good enough, or why are you back in school? Now that—that is the million-dollar question. So for myself, I started university straight out of high school, and honestly, I was just going through some physical and mental health issues and challenges. Like that's when I got diagnosed with my brain tumor, and most of my friends from high school were in Toronto, and. I was still in Ottawa and I could not make friends for the life of me, especially since I wasn't living on residence and I wasn't involved in school activities. Yeah. So I dropped out, tried it again in a different program, dropped out, <laughs> uh, and then moved abroad, which I think was just probably the best experience for myself. Got to learn a little bit more about myself and meet new people, experience a different culture. And uh, where did you move again? So I moved to New Zealand. Nice. Um, nice lived there for right. a year. I came back thinking I was going to be going back to New Zealand, <laughs> uh, but then the wonderful COVID.
0: Yay! We hit. love her! <laughs> we love her!
1: Yes, yes, um, but ended up getting a job that I really liked here in the restaurant business, and while I enjoyed it, I did not want to work in the hospitality industry for the rest of my life. Fair. Journalism, which is the program that we're in, I had a in the back of my mind for a really long time. And last year, I found out that my grandfather had wanted to go into journalism, into sports broadcasting specifically. Nice. But he has a stutter, so he was never given the opportunity. And so it kind of just kicked my butt into <laughs> gear. It's just like, you know, my child self really wanted to go into journalism, and my late grandfather never got the opportunity. So let's just give this a
0: shot. I love it, I love it. Honestly, I'm, I don't want to say in the same boat but we're definitely on the same stream we're in the same ocean Mm -hmm. (laughs) paddling (laughs) alongside each other but for me it was completely different it was a bit different so i finished uh school i graduated at carleton university in 2022 and automatically i so i actually started working in my field so i started working as an aba therapist i want to say about a month before i graduated So Mm -hmm. I had started looking for jobs already because I was so nervous that like I was going to graduate and I was going to just not have anything to do, not going to be able to pay for anything like no more OSAP. Like that's all that went through my head. So I'm like, oh, my God, I need a job like I need a job now. Mm -hmm. So the first psych related job that even like responded to me was the job that I got.
1: Do do you want to share a little bit what the job was for maybe the listeners that don't understand what the ABA therapist is? So
0: an ABA therapist is an applied behavior analysis therapist. So, um, you have, ABA, uh, you have ABA practices in various different fields, but specifically in my world, I work with children who fall within the ASD autism spectrum disorder. Not um, all children that I work with are necessarily diagnosed um, with ASD or um, ADHD. Uh, some of them just present uh, things that are similar or there are concerns that can be assisted by ABA therapy. So typically what I do is I teach communication. Um, better yet appropriate communication. And I started working full time, like right away, like full 40 hours, all of it. And I learned very quickly that um, therapy with children can get very, 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 very draining at one point. It is a very rewarding job. Like you feel good, you feel good about what you're doing, especially when you see progress, but coming in every single day, and you don't know what kind of a day it's gonna be, and some days are very heavy, it gets, it becomes a lot on your own mental health. Um, I was fortunate that the clinic I was working for was very big on like addressing burnout. And in the case that like someone felt like, this is too much right now, there was almost always another therapist that could step in and things like that. But I was thinking about myself long-term, I can't do this all day, every day, long-term. Do I like what I do? Yes. Do I like it enough to commit 40 hours a week? Not so much. And now, thankfully, because I'm back in school, I'm able to still do my job, but at a reduced workload. So right now I'm only working um, 20 hours, Uh, 14 to 20 hours really depends on the week. And I love my job all over again. And I feel like it's because I have that space to decompress. (laughs) So would you say your why for switching, coming back to school, would
1: that be, you're just looking for something that will energize you. That will fulfill you. That yeah. brings you life. Yeah. That makes your heart beat a little One bit harder. Thousand
0: percent. I want my heart to beat like in a healthy way. Uh, like let's <laughs> put it that way. Like <laughs> don't we all? You know what I mean? Like that's like the like the goal right there is to have a healthy work life balance because I feel like I even started taking my work home in terms of my attitude, um the way I would talk to people. If I had a session with a kid and it was and went bad, like the child was upset or things like that, that energy, I would take that with me right after work. And I'm saying something to my mom or I'm snapping at a friend. And that was something that I noticed like consistently was happening. So the goal for me is to find a way to do what I love without having to harm my mental health in the same in the process.
1: Everything in moderation, right?
0: Every- yes, what did Maya Angelou say? moderation everything in moderation even moderation in moderation (laughs) that's what she said
1: (laughs) yeah that's what she said
0: (laughs) all right meg so i have a riddle for you all right let's hear it i talk but i do not speak my mind i hear words but i do not listen to thoughts when i wake all see me when i sleep all hear me Many heads are on my shoulders. My hands are my are at my feet. The strongest steel cannot break my visage. Or oh, visage. French. Okay. Mm. <laughs> but the softest whisper can destroy me. Mm. The quietest whimper can be heard. What am I?
1: I don't know, Essa, SO, what is it? an actor an actor oh when i yeah yeah
0: yeah yep an actor plays an actor definitely talks but doesn't speak their mind they're reading other people's words Mm, that's good yeah good did you come up with that yourself definitely not (laughs) (laughs) definitely found that one on on google Mm. but it definitely fits the theme because it's fair to say that we're all actors at this point I know like I feel like putting on like I'm putting on a show from time to time, whether that's I'm wearing my therapy hat, I'm wearing my student hat, I'm wearing my trying to survive being 24 hat. (laughs) Uh, It just feels like you're constantly acting in a certain way. And in fact, like feels like you're impersonating someone at time to time.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we'll go into a further or a later episode uh, about imposter syndrome, because I think all of us experience imposter syndrome at one point in life. And I guess for myself, going back to school and it's, uh, I don't know how to say it, but it, it just feels like I am not supposed to be here. I should have already been here.
0: Yeah. Like it feels like you've like missed something mm-hmm. or like so, like everyone else got the intro class that you didn't get mm-hmm. to whatever it is. Yeah
1: or uh, last semester, or sorry, two semesters ago, Mm -hmm. uh, we took photography where we were both in different classes, but at least my class had a bunch of broadcasting students who were playing with cameras all day. Myself, (laughs) I don't, I don't use cameras like super, super often. So it was kind of a bit of a struggle and it felt like we were constantly being told that we should have already learned this when We were only getting two hours, three hours of camera time a week Ah. as journalism students, but the broadcasting students were were in there all the
0: time. Yeah, they
1: were in there all the time. So, kind of battling that and understanding that everybody is at a different space and time, and that is okay. Coming to terms, it's easier said than done, but coming to terms with being okay with where you're at in life and you're probably going to be farther ahead in different areas than other people. And Agreed. we're, all,
0: Agreed. we're all going
1: through this life <laughs> at our own pace. And every pace is, it's going to be the right pace. No one is so far behind that they're never going to be able to catch up if they want to catch up.
0: Yeah, 1000 If they don't want to
1: catch up, however. That's a, like, <laughs>
0: that's a whole different ballpark. That's on them. No, I'm a very spiritual person myself, and um, I've always believed that you're never in the wrong place. You're always exactly where you need to be. You're doing exactly what you need to do, no matter how chaotic it may seem. That's just, you gotta trust the process. You Mm -hmm. just gotta trust the process. And at the end of the
1: day, we are in school. We are students. Our job right now as a student is to be learning to the best of our capabilities and showing that initiative in areas that we wanna go. Confidence means knowing you can bounce back from any decision you make, says Lisa Nichols.
0: I love and live by this quote. I remember when I decided to jump back into school, all I kept thinking was, what if I fail out of this? What if I realize halfway through that I don't actually want to do this anymore? Or what if I was meant to do what I was already doing? And like, there's no actual space for me in this new realm.
1: I think focusing on those what if questions are... Almost detrimental.
0: Agreed. <laughs> I do it anyways. <laughs> you can
1: you can think of them all day long, and they could be just putting you into a worse headspace. And uh, you're often thinking more when you're asking the "what if." You're thinking more on the negative side, but you don't usually ask the opposite side of that question. So your question, like, "What if I fail out this time?" or "What if I succeed?" Like, "What?" There's if- There's
0: that. What there's if this that. is
1: the, where I'm supposed to be going? What, <laughs> if, what if this opens up so many doors of
0: opportunities and I can meet so many people? And that's the reality. That's all it actually can do. Even if you do fail, there's this concept of failing upwards that I love. And it's that's exactly what it is. If you fall on your face, you fell forward at the very least. So you can't repeat the mistake you already made. You're gonna make a new one, <laughs> which in a way I find a lot of peace in that.
1: Bridget Mendler spent years saying good luck, Charlie, not knowing how well her fortune would be impacted. Her drive, confidence, and decisions to make the new leap has opened and will continue to open many, many doors for her to accomplish her goals of creating a better and safer technological space for people.
0: It was her purpose, her why, that pushed her and will be her driving force. We've seen, with Meg and myself, the exact same phenomena. Dreams keep you in your bed, but your why will get you in the car stomping on the gas.
1: We would love to know your whys as well. Why are you back in school? Why isn't your education or career good enough for you? Why do you need something different? Why do you feel weird about your life? Or if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, just entering school for the first time, why are you taking this leap? And it's not supposed to be a negative thing. At all.
0: We're just curious. Yeah, why? Maybe you already have kids. Maybe you bought a house. Maybe you've already traveled the entire planet. What's making you go back? Because you could be the reason so many people actually take a break and chill out and live the lives that they genuinely want. So we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, everyone, put your bread and butter to the side because our next episode will be hot and spicy. We will be interviewing our first guest and you won't want to miss it. That's right. We'll be sitting
1: in with François Belanger, who's in the paramedic program after transferring from a few different programs that are on the opposite end of the spectrum.
0: Fancy, fancy. So you guys can head over to cayennepepper.transistor.fm for more updates and resources to cool you down after this piping hot show. Remember to drink water and that you're never too young to wear a backpack. I'm Essa Dahoma. And I'm Meg Wall. And we'll see you next time after class.